and welcome back to another edition of the Los Ponies podcast. And we're fresh, fresh of a, of a little vacation, Curtis. But we left off the last episode. You finally got off the second night. It's Curtis, you left the listeners with a lock of the night. It was Bob Bean and the Rossmore handicap. Is that correct? I, I thought I'd lost my mind. <laughs> you know, Bob Bean, he's usually a low percentage guy, but this year he has been. Spot winning on. more races than I've ever seen him win before. So when I he had candy zip, the horse looked really well uh, against oil. I think it was yeah. in the previous, and uh, I thought he'd fire right back. And uh, all I had to do was beat the quarter horses. That's so it. Bob Bean got my lock home. So that, we left you la- last time. Feels like it was a uh, ages ago, right? Anytime we take a week off, it even just, when it, it just feels a, like forever. Just when it's just it, it's not much. I mean, we just take one week off. Yep. And it feels like it throws it throws my <laughs> my body clock off the cycle yeah, it's like you're just used to coming here you know friday through sunday <laughs> that's just what you do and then so when they take it you know it was kind of sprung on us that they were gonna you know do some renovations on the track yeah but uh you know anytime they spring that on you it just feels like forever until you get back here but finally uh we're back and we're recording another podcast so you know i, I got the news as, as pretty much as 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 much as anyone i was like oh uh, we're not racing this week, so and so. And then I was like, "What am I gonna do?" Oh yeah. So I was able to convince the bank manager to go to Vegas. Yeah, I saw you got you got to get away. I went to Vegas the the week prior to that, so I I left town <laughs> and I let you guys go right in there. You guys have a pretty good time. Yeah, we uh, you know it was March Madness. I've never been before there during March Madness, and it is truly. A sight to see. Yeah, it's it is every sports book is packed. It's all everywhere. Everywhere you go in the, in the strip and off the strip. I said off the strip, but I went to a to a, a a party hosted by the Action Network. Shout out to the crew there uh, on that Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and then I was there for the Thursday games, and then uh, a few of the f- Friday morning games, and then we drove back on Friday. There just wasn't any rooms Saturday and Sunday. It yeah. was packed. It was everything was. The, the rooms were super ex- expensive. Uh, luckily, I was able to get a pretty good deal for Thursday and Friday. But, no, it's a fun time. Anytime you're able to get away and do something, actually do something while you're not working, uh, it's always good. So, But, yeah, it feels like forever. We're only off a week. Mm-hmm. It feels like we haven't done this. Like I'm trying to trying to get my wheels back under me. That's why. I was like, who was my lock last time? That's why I had to remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. I fin- finally got off the schneid there. So I was happy to come back this time, actually. We didn't have to play sad trumpets. So. No, no sad trumpets here. Uh, and, uh, you know, why not? Cue the breaking news. Moon is Handicap. Friday night. We had Caesar the Alba spotting on Twitter. Tweeted out that it was, uh, uh, you know, always bring back memories as, as well. But he looks hot, broke with the field. It was all over. Yep. It was over. Yeah, kind of. He was down all on the inside, and we were kind of expecting a, a pretty good run out of the one-two special. I think yes. that was kind of the wise guy uh-huh. horse, and that horse broke bad. He didn't get out there with he looks hot. I think maybe he could put some pressure. After that, it was all over. He looks hot, just went wire to wire. A very good uh, game effort from... Uh, the Monte Rosa horse, the second horse. Actually, my check mark, but the name escapes me right now. Uh, who finished second? Oh, God. Uh, Katie's Easy Moves. Yes. Katie's Easy Moves. Yep. Yes, there the, you go. You know, the horse we will forever chase. <laughs> yes. Katie's Easy Moves. Remember when she ran a huge effort in the in the cancellation this half? Yeah. 
That's uh, last night. Uh, George asked me, you know, quarters. George, he asked me who's my pick was uh, again. I was, I was like, I think I like Katie's move. Moves, yeah. I like the post yeah. and uh, against that group, which is right there, and just I don't. Just not. I'm not gonna say Yankee like because Yankee will break <laughs> oh, oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Katie even just keeps teasing us over and over again. She w- just can't break through and get that big win. But uh, an- another big win there for uh, he looks hot. Katie Zizi moves for second, and there was a dead heat for third. Right, uh, Yankee and Black Friday. I want to say yes. Yeah, Yankee Black Friday dead heater for third. So that that was a little bit of a tricky sweet sequence earlier in the card because we have a twenty four thousand dollar carryover. For Saturday's card here at LaSalle, and we're recording this on Saturday, we're going to talk about Sunday's races, so hopefully uh, we'll see how the Saturday card transpires. But we're going to look at Sunday's card, but before we talk course racing, did I see? We did a little bit of an office pool for the NBA, <laughs> the, oh the NCAA yes. bracket challenge. Yeah. I seen the Hitman entered. Mm-hmm. Los Ponies entered. Professor G entered. Some guy by the name of Professor G's eyebrows entered. I don't know who that is. Uh, that's uh, AKA Cordis George. <laughs> Another guy by the name of the Judge. That's uh, Hal. If you you guys watch the pan shot, uh, he's the he's a, a beer judge. He yeah, brews he his own beer, uh-huh. and he is in a, like a world class judge. Well, he they, is. They'll fly him to Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, Aspen, and he'll do like the world championships of beer. So you got to have an alias when you join the tournament. So he, brings he, he goes cred- by the judge. He brings a credibility to the office, that's I, for sure. He's the probably the only one that really follows it. <laughs> yeah. he, he's a diehard Arizona fan. Yep. And so that was kind of my my go-to, is that I would only I, I would play Arizona up into a certain level, yeah. and then I would always <laughs> go against him because Hal would always be broken hard. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the tournament, they were going to lose, well, so I knew I had to go against well, him. Well, Hal, Hal and, uh, and I went to the racetrack and used to program at U of A, uh, thankfully, Arizona had a bad enough season that they didn't make it. If not, me and him would have been suckered in to try to make it oh, yeah. with Arizona. But didn't make it in. So uh, Bobby Newman is in it as well. Yes, Bobby, uh, he filled his sheet out very fast. <laughs> and yeah, didn't take. I think it took him maybe he grabbed the sheet, uh-huh. went and called the race, and came back with the sheet filled out <laughs> again. Bobby didn't do for too well in the <laughs> tournament. So uh, I don't know how we're going to get our money. Uh- <laughs> I don't know. You know, he he owes pizza. He owes pizza. Uh, you know, he's already gone back to Florida because of the week we missed. So, uh, you know, Orlando's gonna have to take it out of his paycheck. Or so, something. so the 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 thing is, uh, you know, the office pool for the NCAA bracket, the winner gets winner take all. Yep, ten dollars a piece to enter. And the last place finisher buys pizza. Yes. So now the race is who's gonna finish last. Well, I think we automatically think it's Professor. We think it's Orlando because he he. Just auto. He already threw out his original bracket, and we come back from the wait, 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 wait. You're telling me there's a conspiracy theory regarding Professor G again? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, all these stories I tell, they're absolutely true. <laughs> we come in from a week off, and the guy has a perfect bracket. <laughs> I mean, so right then and there, you know, he's he's jacking around. There used to be another guy that used to do this, so kind of a running joke up in the press box. But I think uh, he already waved the white flag, and he'll be buying the pizza. So it's either Professor G or, or, Bo- or Bobby Newman, but I think Professor G. I mean, I mean, I don't even know which which bracket is his real one. I should have taken a picture of his bracket. That's what you, I should have done. You know, I, I was kind of suspicious about Carlos, too, because we came back from a week, and she almost had, a, like, a near-perfect bracket. <laughs> I mean, I thought I did good, and I thought I was going to be blowing everybody away, and, man, your sister just crushed it. Shout-out to Viva La Carla. <laughs> She's leading the way. Right now, we just watched the end of the 
Texas Tech Gonzaga game. Yes. Texas Tech upset Gonzaga. And she and had then, Texas Tech. Yes. And so that, it killed. I had Gonzaga going all the way. So not only did it beat me there, but she's still continuing with so it. So I think with that win decided the bracket. Yeah. I think it did. Yeah, I was the only one that could have passed her because I, I had Kentucky over Houston, yeah. and she had Houston, so that brought me within like a couple points. So I needed uh, Duke to lose, which they they they, uh, they couldn't. Who did they played? Uh, Virginia Tech was that? Or uh, uh, they got lucky with UCF in the first game, and yesterday yeah. they got who was it? The, Houston? No, was it Houston? No, Houston was Kentucky. No, Houston played Kentucky uh, and they lost. I, I thought it was uh, Virginia Tech or something like that. Really? I don't know. May, maybe not. All I know is, you know, like I said, I'm not a big NCAA guy. Those guys couldn't put the ball in the basket three times. How lucky wide open is shots, Duke, man? And they barely hit the rim one time. So, I mean, that would have that would have killed Carlisle at Michigan State and so on and so on. But I uh, lost. Man, I think <laughs> Carlisle pretty much has this thing wrapped up. Yes. Well... We'll have to wait out there. She, she's going to be collecting her payments soon and eating pizza on either Bobby Newman's dime or Professor G's dime. So, nonetheless, I sucked as well. I had Tennessee going <laughs> all the way, and they got eliminated last week. So It, it was like Carla, me, Hal were, were in the upper, yeah. and then you, George, Orlando, and Bobby, Bobby were, yeah. were, you guys were fighting for last, but like, luckily uh, you don't have to worry about the pizza. Uh, it was a it was a two horse race for for the middle horses for the middle placings. Me and George, it was a three way photo deep into the stretch for the win between you and Carla. Yeah, and then uh, it was another separate bet who's going to finish last <laughs> between Bobby and Professor G. That's yeah. how the race shaped up. Uh, I think Orlando just ripped up his bracket <laughs> just to save Bobby from uh, having to order us a pizza from Florida. By the way, I did bring back a ticket for Professor G and I from Vegas. Five dollars to win mm-hmm. on the Clippers to win it all at two hundred and fifty to one. You couldn't find a better use of five dollars <laughs> in Vegas. You could have put it uh, on just one number in roulette. Anything better than the Clippers <laughs> to win it all. <laughs> Professor G didn't even think the Clippers could win this year. You're the only guy, but I'm sure he thanks you for that ticket. Oh, he does. He, he pinned it. He's like, oh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna hit. So, hey, the Clippers won again today, like by thir- twenty something points against the. Hey, it was Cleveland. But still, <laughs> I think the Clippers are ten and two in their last twelve games or something. They, I think they hold the best record since uh, All Star break. Who are they going to get first round? Right now, I think they're in the fifth seed, fifth or sixth. Right now, that's good to be right there yeah. in the middle like that. You, you don't want to either. You either want. I think the, you want Portland or Denver. Yeah. You don't want to face the Rockets or Golden State first first round. No, I'd probably take. Uh, I'd probably take Portland in that. Even though Lillard's pretty clutch, yeah. but. Uh, Denver, even though, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't couldn't name a whole bunch no. of their players. They're playing so good yeah, right so. now. So yeah, pick your poison with them. I, I'd probably take Portland. Yeah, I would. Uh, well, well, I would hope so. They 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 draw Portland or or Denver in the first round. So there's about five or six games left in the season in the NBA season. Uh, Florida Derby just ran. Dubai World Cup card ran this morning. You worked that shift at TVG. Yes, I did, but I was so tired waking up early in the morning, I couldn't, maybe, well, who's that? A round of applause so, to you. So, you, <laughs> you left Los Alamitos yes. at about 10.30. Yes, yes. By the time you grabbed a few tacos to eat from Jack in the Box, you got a vanilla, uh, Oreo shake, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you settled in at home, 11.15, you knocked out, yeah. right? As fast that, as I could. That alarm 
240. The drive from, from at that time to the studios, TV studios, what, 25 minutes? Yeah. 25 Because there's nobody out there yeah, on the road at that time. Nothing like that. So, round of applause to you, a tripper there. <laughs> that, is, that is how you do it. Yeah, I mean, we got in there and... Uh, Man, we did, we had to fire up, and everybody had their picks ready to go. I and mean, it was a big show. I'm not used to not used to having full talent like that. It's Simon, Mike, and uh, you know Scotty was on the other feed. But yeah, watched uh, watched some international racing this morning. Then I went home, took a little nap, got up, ate, right back here to do the podcast. Hey, that's that's how we do. We it wear here. many hats hey, in the racing hey, business. Hey, hey, <laughs> we're the hardest workers in show business behind the scenes. That's how, that's how you're going to call it. <laughs> But nonetheless, it's been a very busy weekend, both in racing and sports. Um, Florida Derby went to, well, Hidden Scroll did not win. That was my pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, let's get that out of the way. Uh, I was not a fan of taking off Juan Rosario. Was Rosario at, in Dubai or no? I don't think so. No, right? You know, Ortiz was there. Talamo was there. But I don't, I don't think Rosario was there. So, nonetheless... People were calling for Rosario's head after Hidden Scroll got lost in the Fountain of Youth. Yes. Where he got into a speed duel or whatever. I mean, but the horse wanted to run. What are you going to do? I, I was I had no problem with the ride. So today, Hidden Scroll gets taken back off the pace, finishes off the board, not even the super. Um, so I'm searching Twitter. I'm like, where are all those people that were calling for Rosario, blaming it on Rosario? Yeah. Are they going to blame it on Castellano again? Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. You, you got to be... You got to be straight up. I mean, if the horse wasn't good enough, he wasn't good enough. But so, so with a couple more preps, has anybody caught your eye? Moved to the top of the list? Or? No, it's 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 wide open, and that's I, I think that's that's what's fun about it that no one really stands out. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting to see what um, what's the Hollandorfer runner? Ugh. Instagram. Instagram does second time off the layoff, uh, but we'll see. Even the the Calbred that went to Sunland Park, uh, another. Another twist of fate. He ran a very good second there behind a Pletcher runner, if I remember correctly. Yep. Uh, I'm waiting to see what he does next time out, where he points to. But I think it's it's still wide open. I still think Kid and Scroll will bounce back and run a big effort. Uh, it just wasn't his day today. Um, a runner by the name of, uh, from the barn of Jason Service won the Derby today. The name, the Florida Derby, the name escapes me off the top of my head, but. I think it's wide open. I think that makes it fun. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Bafferts? Even though he had those those two ones that that didn't win, people aren't knocking them. They're they're still pretty high on them. I hear. It's 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 kind of tricky, right? Like, it, it's as a horse player, either you're okay with giving them a horse an excuse, or yeah. not even an excuse, just being like, all right, that was a good effort. I feel like nowadays, if you're not first, people will criticize you oh, so yeah. bad. Now it's like, what what happened to running a very good second? Or a very good third. I mean, if you're not winning, you're the worst. I mean, I'm not a fan of that. I, I just think you've... It, it's just any little different of trips, different trips, uh, any momentum shift, it just makes the whole race different. I just yeah. think if you ran a good second, you ran a good second. Nothing wrong with that. That's what, one thing when I do see people put up like their top 10 uh, you know, derby contenders, and they put them up like so early on. 
when you still have a couple races <laughs> yeah. going on and it's going to change constantly. And you see that a lot on Twitter. People are just all over a horse. And then, you know, the horse might as well run in a claimer the next race. I mean, they just dismiss horses off a of bad effort. You know, they could always come back. You know, they're still young. They're still learning. But, you know, and you're just looking for that one to peak at the right time. So. Yeah. And uh, here in California, I'm just glad we're, you know, Santa Anita's back running. We're back running. But I'm just glad the situation has been is trending in the right direction. I'll say this. Sometimes, <laughs> we, sometimes we forget uh, we're at the bottom of the totem pole. We have no input into any... De- if we had any de- input into decision-making, yes. we would be in meetings. Well, we're, we're, we're digging up dirt here. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. look, as a fan, if we can concentrate on trans- transparency, making the sport better for the athletes, the jockeys and the horses, and catering more to the gamblers, the, the, the horse players, those three things... Don't worry about marketing towards new fans. If you can take care of those three things, yeah. the the best marketing are going to be your existing fans. Because if the if if your current gamblers are very happy about the sport and are you know they're getting good pricing and concessions, they're you know take out anywhere. You you got good upgraded modern facilities. They're going to be your best marketing team by far. Uh, it just works that way. Look at any sport. Uh, the more popular it gets, why? Because the people that are originally enjoying it they tell people about it yep right so if you just take care about the sport and and your things that are going on and if you're trending in the right direction i think that's the way to go so uh, i'm glad to see a lot more conversations are opening up uh i'm just hoping that the sport is still here when the bad beat therapist decides to go make my <laughs> bets while i'm sitting at home uh, yeah it's gotten pretty ugly lately and it seems like there's just a, a battle going on between you know track management and horsemen and throughout all the meetings you're hearing, you know, I'm, of course, I, I side with the horsemen oh, yeah. side of it, just growing up in the business. And, and then, of course, all the gamblers from, you know, a, a lot of their concerns not being met. You know, they, they ask for, you know, other things than pick six jackpots yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> and they come up with, with the roulette wager that, I mean, just nobody's playing. And nobody, it's not bringing in anybody new either. I think it's just... I think it'll just go away. But, I mean, you can also just not play it. That's but, the thing. That's what I tell those people. I don't care if they add new bets. As a horse player, you're the one that decides if you want to bet them. Nobody's yeah. shoving it to you, right? Exactly. If they're offered, let them offer it. If, if, if you don't want to bet it, then you'd have bet it. Simple as that. Uh, but, I mean, I, I did not grow up on the, side of, of the, on the horse side of the business. I was just a horse player fan that grew up in the sport. Uh, you obviously have a dad in, in, as a horseman, so you, you know more of that business. Uh, so I feel like everybody now is finally like, man, we better get together and do something about it. Yeah. Because it's getting scary. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, long overdue. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, to try yeah. and and make it look like all of a sudden you're jumping in and you're concerned. I think this should have been done a long time ago. But, I mean, I guess it's the kick in the pants yeah. that, uh, that racing in California needed. Uh, I don't agree with uh, some of the changes that are being made. I, I think they're ill-placed, but uh, I guess that's their way of trying to, to right the ship. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Oh, yeah. it, it's a very scary time. It is. Uh, yeah, as long as I can say about, like, the Lasix rule and all that, you know, Low Sal's not going along with it. Uh, Del Mar's not, not going, going along with it. it. But, uh, so, it, it's just, uh, they're getting the CHRB involved. <laughs> 
I mean, it's just it's crazy what's going on right now. And, and you have know, so many different opinions. Oh yeah, that's what going they, on from everywhere. Like, I mean, I, I cannot, I cannot give you a straight, you know, a very good opinion on the LASIK side or the horseman side or, or even that side. Uh, of course, I have jockeys in, in my family. Yeah, and they're they talking they they're talking to me about the the their, their whip issue, uh, but. I'm not a jockey. I'm not a horseman, so I can't give you a, a direct opinion backing up the facts. Like I've lived this, or I can't do that. But from a, from a horse player just looking at the sports, like we just wanted to trend it upwards, whether it's yep. doing this or doing that, whatever. But I'm just glad that people were actually having serious meetings about it because n- now I feel like the pressure's on, the eyes are on it. Oh, so, oh, god, so, yes. So now it's like either. Either everybody works together and and knows what they need to work on, yeah. Uh, or, or the ship is going to sink. Look, there's some stuff that's going on. Uh, I agree with you know how they're going to come up with like a database of all the horses on I the backstretch mm-hmm. and seeing horses that haven't run in a while. Yeah, you know, and when you have trainers back there, sometimes they're, they're not entering for months. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and they're just taking up stalls and occupying space when they could be given to somebody Collecting else who, that day rate. who's going to run. Yeah, I mean, there's some trainers like I saw. I'm all for that, but then there's some other stuff like you know the whip rule. I think is is ridiculous, and uh, I think they should have gotten together with. All the jockeys, you know, even Mike Smith came out yeah. uh, against the the whip rule. I think before they made any rash decisions like that, I think they should have consulted the experts before going ahead with it. Oh man, it, it was, it's been a crazy month, month and a half here oh. in California. <laughs> I'm I'll glad we had that. a week off. But uh, <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm glad people are talking. I'm glad people are having discussions. Uh, let's just hope uh, it trends in the right direction. So, with that said, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's, let's you ready for the real racing? Yes, now? let's look at Sunday's <laughs> card here because we have the boys, the El Primero del Año Derby featuring on Sunday's card de LaSalle. But let's kick it off. It's been a while since we got into the groove of actually going race by race. And let's do it speed style. We're, we're almost uh, getting ready for Sunday's card, so mm-hmm. let, let's try to go with this a little bit quickly here. Race one, four and a half to four longs, Durbets, conditional claimers. We got a field of nine set to post. Uh, claiming tag for 2,500. Who'd you pick here? I uh, went to the six. Tell my fortune uh, is a closer and just caught a, a wet fast track last time and just chased the top two all the way around that. But you know the the prior two starts are very good. Broke the maiden closing and came back and was closing again. So I think uh, getting back on a fast track should be closer again to the pace tonight. And I'm not too keen on the speed horses here, so I should look for this one to be rolling down the lane. So you like the six? Tell my fortune four to one. I'm going towards the one fifty eight special. I don't know why the change in trainer. Uh, because Michael Curtis has always been the trainer for uh, the Four Hairs Racing Incorporated, uh, but this one now in the barn of Keith Craigmau. But that, that was a pretty good win, two starts back. Uh, it was all the way back in November, so this will be the first start for this 40-year-old filly in 2019. So that's a little bit of a question mark, but when Keith Craigmau brings them out, they're usually ready to go off the layoff. So yep. I'm not too concerned about the break. I'll go one, four, six. The four at the margins give me a second choice. Drops the claiming tag in half, back at the at the same price that this one was claimed at three starts back when finished third, and a very tough trip as the betting favorite. Uh, last two fields were too tough. I'm thinking the class drop could be uh, the, the what she needs to improve. So I'll go one four, and then the six there. I agree. I think getting back over the over a dry track could help this one out. Edgar Payer stays aboard. Gary Sherlock is having a very good season with his limited starters mm-hmm. here. 
So I'll go one, four, six in race one. Yeah, I have all the same numbers there, a little bit different order. I got the six on top. The one, 58 special, should be better with Keith Craigmile training. And then the four at the margin, the class drop should help this one. Off the layoff, we agree right off the bat in the first race. I like this. It's easy when it just comes together <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's easy. Race two, the second half of the early double, four and a half furlongs, 2,500 conditional claimers, three olds and up, which have never won three races. Field of six, morning night favorite is working. You've been a good supporter of this horse. Uh, Are you back aboard working? No. <laughs> Burn me twice is my loss. Yes. And, and then, then I, and then I don't off. pick it, and he just clears them. Oh, man. I was so mad. So that's I'm not picking them. I'm, gonna, I'm going against him. I'm going to go with the three. I'm going to go to the Irish Jacket wow, from Marcia Sports. Uh, improved the second time at Los Al there. Closed really well. You know, was far back, but I'm, I'm hoping should be closer tonight because the one and the two, I just I have questions about their stamina. You know, I know they're going to be out there. But besides that other, uh, you know, that, that last race from working, weekend, and the two, uh, Rosat, who's coming in from Turf Paradise, uh, has weakened in the, in the last few starts as well. So I'm hoping Irish Jack can pick him up in the stretch. Ooh, look at you. A little bit of a price here, 6-1. to one. I'm going to the two, Rosat. I'm not in love with working. Uh, I'm not in love with Irish Jack. Uh, we've seen, who, who reminds me of this? Oil. Oil reminds me of this move, right? Yep. Rosat. You know, there's not a ton of, you know, the four could show speed, but I don't see there's any standouts here that's going to go to the lead. And I think Rosat might try to steal this race on the front end with uh, Francisco Orduña Rojas. I like the latest workout on March 22nd, 4580 there at, uh, at uh, Turf Paradise. So, Elias Salazar, I think this, this might be a sneaky play here. Three to one. I expect the one to be favored. Give me the two. I'll go two, one, three for me. Two, one, three, not real surprises underneath. Uh, but I think Rosat might be able to take him all the way. Working, when he made the lead, he couldn't lose. Yeah. So he was a heavy favorite, but when he made the lead, he was pretty much over. I don't think he's going to make that good of a lead here in this field. And then Irish, Irish Jack should be picking up the pieces. So 2-1-3 for me in race two. Yeah, got the same numbers there. I got 3-2-1. Uh, I like Rosada as uh, the better of the two speed horses there. And uh, Elazar Salas, really high percentage. He's well spotted here for the first time at Los Al. Then I like working. Yeah, I think he's going to be right there with the two, but yeah, <laughs> I just see him weakening again. And I agree with you on the four capes uh, hot rocket. I, I like that horse coming in from Golden Gate, but just hasn't shown that speed. They took the blinkers off last time. They put the blinkers on, so yeah. I think they're just searching. So yeah. I like three, two, one. Yeah, so two, one, three for me. Wow, right, right off the bat, we agree with the first two man, races. Man, it's so easy. Oh, man, this is going to be <laughs> an child's easy, play out easy here. card right here. Race three, four and a half furlongs, conditional claiming tag of $5,000. Nice purse of fourteen grand. 3 olds and up, which I've never won two races. We got a field of eight. There's a pretty competitive field. I'll be surprised if we agree here. Very, very surprised. Who'd you pick? I'm going to the eight. In my sight. No, not in my. Okay. Well, it's in my top three, but not 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 in my top pick. This is a, a, a tough race, I thought. Yes. Um, but I went to the outside. Uh, Pierre's gets aboard, so you, you know you get the the top rider there. Has been facing better up north and has been uh, pretty close to the pace. Drops all the way down. You know, was running in allowance races, then twelve five. You know, cuts it in half to come here to Los Al. Shortens up from six furlongs to four and a half. And there's not a lot of scary speed in here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really scared of the three, 
that much. I'm not really scared of the one or the five getting out there too far. And I think in my sight, I can just stay close to the outside and, uh, you know, just kind of take command into the stretch there and kick on with it. Good. You know, this horse has experience here over the track. Has not raced since uh, late December. That's the only question mark. But drawn on the outside, I think, could help the eight. I've got him for third. I'm going back back to the to the to the winner here i'm going to the three santera's rule for samuel nichols here in octavio vergara jr i was uh, i was surprised they made the lead one day once they made the lead uh it was tough to see this horse getting past there uh led every step of the way good final clock in 51 and four uh i just think he he the light bulb angle could be applied here finally got a taste of victory he could be sharp right back against winners give me the three here four to one cj my boy i I loved him. I actually supported him a lot on the 16th of February. I got off of him on February 23rd when he ran a much improved second. Then I jumped back on when he won. <laughs> so it's been a kind of a little bit of a mixed match between me and him. Luckily, I was on board with that win last time out. I think he's starting to figure things out for Keith Bregmau, and he should be tracking the speed early on and making that late late move. So three, five, and eight for me. I like the outside post for the eight. Uh, if he was drawn in between more ho in between horses, I probably would have played against and probably left him off my ticket. But given that he has the outside post, it allows him to kind of get into stride without having to worry about yeah. you know horses crossing over and kind of getting him into trouble. So I'll go three, five, and eight here in race three. Yeah, I like the eight on top, and then I like the five. CJ, my boy, uh, everything you were saying. Yeah, ran that good second two back. They stepped up to five and got the perfect trip mm -hmm. and uh, kicked on with it and was uh, you know in hand late. I liked it over the three because I thought you know CJ my boy beat Mystic Gray who uh, Centaurus Rule beat. I, uh, Mystic Gray was you know gaining ground yep. on the three late. I think the five was kicking away, so that's why I'm going to go with him in second. And then I'm going to go to the one beat the chalk for third. <laughs> uh, first time off the claim for Marcia Stortz. Uh, draws along the rail, has shown speed in the past, uh, joins a high percentage barn and draws a, along the inside uh, when you know th there's not a whole lot of speed besides the three, so if he can just stay inside the three and maybe the you know the three uh, regresses a little off that instead of improving, I think maybe can hold the rail and six to one might bring a nice little price. By the way, do you have the DRF or the night lines? DRF. Do you have these numbers next to your horses as well? I've never were they at. Oh, no. I've never seen those. You know what that is, right? What is that? It's the weight. The weight of the horses. Oh, that is true. Yep. Wow. That's a, that's a, a big angle. I'll, I'll let you know where that's a big angle for us. Remington yes, Park. Yes, Remington Park. Whenever we see a horse gain like a, a hundred, a hundred and fifty pounds, pounds. Yeah. Well, we know the horse is feeling good. So, yeah. yeah, they do that at Golden Gate. I think they might do it at Santa Anita. And I, I know for sure they do it at Remington. I had not paid attention to the new updated uh, nightlines. Uh, yeah, so um, whenever you see a claim or yeah. you got a horse going from two to three, yeah. you see him put on a little weight, yeah, that's just an added and, bonus. And when you see him drop a lot of weight off of one race, then it kind of yep. maybe a play against angle exactly. where the horse was maybe a little bit too worked up. So recap, I'll go three, five, eight. Eight, five, one. All right, race number four, the payoff leg of the early pick four, around the hook again, four and a half, conditional claiming tag of 5,000. $14,000 is a purse, very good purse. Three olds and up, which have not won a race in 2019. One of those horses is going to get their first winner's paycheck of this year. Field of seven, set to go. Who'd you pick? I'm going to go with our, our man, Elazar Salas, here. I'm going to go with uh, the four, Haynes Powell. All right. 
uh, a horse before. You know, I, we, Hot Bob kind of turned me on to the yes. Jose Flores <laughs> 870 angle, but uh, this horse really liked Los Al. You know, you can see all the wins on the page there. It went 45-13 for 870. I mean, that's blazing. That's stakes time right there. They claimed it for 62.50. They took it to Turf Paradise. I think, you know, maybe they got big aspirations. The horses didn't fire in a in a thousand yard race, so they bring it back to Los Al. They drop it um, below the claiming price, and I, I think it's going to be the speed of the speed. Oh, very very good. I think this was probably the most wide open race in, in the early pick four for me. Uh, you see the morning line very competitive. I went to the five here, pick one for for Jesus Nunez. Uh, you know, been running second uh, behind. James Journey last time out, two starts back out, fourth behind that same rival. James Journey is a hard-knocking horse here mm -hmm. uh, at the, the high-level claiming prices. Uh, first up to claim, first-time Ramon Gusa. That's what kind of lured me to this horse. I think first-time Ramon Gusa here is going to get a little bit more speed out of this horse, get him to a good spot. So I'll take the five, and I'll go five, two, four. Gutsy streak for second. This horse was in on a quite a roll to end 2018 there. Uh, and that rattled off four straight victories, then a race against the daytime mobile, a couple of thirds. But his 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 efforts here over this track have been very very good. Good barn comes out of a very fast race where they won 50 and three, and he finished third. Second place finisher Tabasco Road returned to win. So I think the two is a very very competitive uh, horse in this field. So five, two, and your top pick the four here for third for me. Okay, yeah, I like the four. And I'm like, you're five, pick one. Uh, I agree. Uh, first time off the claim for Jesus Nunez. He's, you know, that's it's always his big move. He's hitting at 28% and gets the goose on. So uh, I think he's still going to have to be uh, closing down the lane. But I think Goose is going to have him sitting a lot closer than he has been lately. Then I'm going to go to the three, bargaining a little bit of a price here uh, for George Papadromo. You know, raced, uh, you know, bid three wide and was four wide, so it was kind of wide around the turn there but was on the front end and kept trying against four gales and cut who are our multiple winners here at los al you know they they're always in the thick of things they're pretty good horses and i think he just ran game all the way so if bargaining can just stay in the hunt again might bring a little price here in the fourth all right recap i'll go five two four four five three all right race race number five here set to go oh yes ladies and gentlemen oh finally we get back to the lot hopefully we can make it two in a row here Race five, I'm going to the number one, Plan B. Ah, a horse I played last time. Yes. Uh, it was uh, first time at Los Al, and it just had to sit a stocking trip and was rolling down the lane, only lost by half a length after lugging out around the turn. It drops in class. I'm not too thrilled uh, with the rail draw here, but uh, I think just second time over the oval, I think it could be rolling when you consider the four Cheyenne dancer. Mm -hmm. You know, just broke the maiden. It wasn't that impressive of a time, and it was over a, a wet, fast track. So I don't think this horse is gonna, you know, have the the clear early lead that she had last time. So I'm looking for Plan B to sit the trip and pounce in the stretch. I like it. I like it so much that this horse was actually my alternate lock of the night. Alternate yeah. lock. I was kind of that's like Marvel Universe <laughs> stuff. I was kind of bouncing <laughs> back against who who I was going to make my lock of the night here, and I agree. Plan B. I like this horse a lot in this spot. Um, I just feel like this race looks like the two horse race on paper if you compare the one and the four, right? Yes. But I think the four got everything had everything go right in that field for him, uh, for her. It was a, a much easier field. This one was a, the favorite in that spot. Got a, a, a speed favoring track there. Got opened up a big lead and kept on going. 
I'm just not sure she's going to get that easy of a trip here tonight. So mm -hmm. it looks very simple to me. I think plan B is going to improve second time over the track. You're going to see better gate speed from this one. And uh, this one, despite lugging out there on the third finish, a very good second. So plan B, my pick, the four looks like the, the horse is going to show a little bit of speed and, and hold on for second. And then Madame Jeanette is going to pick up the pieces there and finish second or third for me. So I'll go one, four, five, very simple. I like the one here as well, Plan B. I like one, four, five as well. That's nothing it. else to talk nothing, about. Nothing else said. That's it. Simple as that. Turn the page. Turn the page. <laughs> Race six, uh, the, the beginning of the late pick three. 300 yards down the straightaway. Quarter horses made in claiming tag of $16,000. Uh, three and four-year-olds. Field of eight. Set to post. Who'd you pick? I'm going to go to the two. Magic prize for Yannette Rodriguez. Uh, just draw a line through the last there against Apolitical Flying. Uh, Cavuto, Gangster Americano. Uh, I think just one at Remington Park on Friday night. Gangster so, uh, Americano? Yeah. So uh, that one flatters the form a little. Uh, drops down to the $16,000 level. If it runs that race, two back. Uh, we're finished second by a half. Just dueled all the way it broke quickly and just went down through there and just lost by half a length i think if uh this horse can run that same type of race again here should win the six i do like the the two as well but for second my top pick is going to be mr captain america on the outside speaking of marvel mr captain america <laughs> on the outside jimmy glenn jr second time off to lay off uh ulysses gomez i i'm there's two things i like with jimmy glenn second time off the layoff and then i i like the class drop and I also like the the outside post. If he's gonna fire, mm -hmm. I think he's gonna fire tonight. Uh, Seven to two in the morning nine. I just think that this horse needed that race off the layoff. Had not raced in September of 2017 there, so a long time away from the races. I think he's gonna be really really sharp here. Second time off the layoff. Eight two, and then the five already on fire. Lost all chance last time out. Was the betting favorite against 60 to 50 claimers when breaking through the gate was reloaded. Didn't really fire. Finished an even fifth as a betting favorite. First off, the claim for Valentin Zamudio. I love the class hike. This could be... A little a bit of a confidence th th uh, booster for you. Could, this could be a little <laughs> bit of a sneaky play. So don't leave out the five. Eight to one in the morning nine. I'll go eight, two, and five in race six. Yeah, I like the two on top. I like the eight. Mr. Captain America for second. You know, veered in and bumped last time. Went to the inside and galloped out really well. This is... Really quick, this is how you know Burgard's back in town doing the morning lines. The eight, the three, and the four came out of the same race. Yes. The four beat the three, who beat the eight, and the four is the longest shot. The three is the uh, <laughs> second longest shot, and the eight, eight is seven to two out of all those. Yes. So uh, Burgart, <laughs> man, he's right back making those hard morning lines on us. So uh, with that said, I like the two, I like the eight, and then I'm gonna go to the three Valiant Titan, who I said ran that same race. You know, Vule Wagon, uh, I think, was just heavy favored that uh, race and was on the outside. Nobody's going to beat it. But this horse kept a task from between rivals and uh, should have beat the four. But he's going to have to improve if he wants to get by Captain America. All right. Race number seven. There's two races. Let me know what time it is. The late daily double. Not only late daily double time, lock of the night coming Ooh, up. Lock excellent. of the night. And I'm going towards the inside here. Kaysen's dream. I love that this horse gets an extra 30 yards. Uh, to work with tonight. He packs a good late kick. I think he's going to be rolling late there. Kaysen's dream, my lock of the night. Break clean, finish strong there. I'll go five and two underneath for second and third. You know, I think the five there, 
could show a little bit of a gate speed there for Yanni Rodriguez. Jose Nicasio did win at this distance last time out, but I just think the, the one had been facing winners. Very, a little bit better, better company. Uh, so give me the one. Lock of the night. One with five and two. One, five, two. I like your one, but I'm, I'm going to put him in third. I like the six on top. Private purchase here. Uh, from he, he was from in Oklahoma, and he comes to the barn of Jesus Nunez, draws the outside. Uh, he was very competitive over there, drops down to 62.50 level, so he's well spotted for the debut at Los Al. And then I'm going to go to the two, Klondike for second. Uh, first time with Sergio, but I, you know last time was just facing too tough against Zuma for spuds, and uh, faces easier tonight. And then I'll go to the one, your lock, Kaysen's Dream. Looks to be finishing well along the rail. Yeah, very, very simple for me. Lock of the night there, Kaysen's Dream. Featured event, El Primero de Lionel Derby. The boys, grade three, $211,000, 400 yards, field of 10. It looks like a three-horse race. It really looks like that. Hard for me to really think outside the box. I loved I loved the Alley Bay Foods on trials night. Yeah. Disappointing even third. Disappointed us all. Just didn't really fire. I was. I just can't go against powerful favorite given what he did. He looked like he had no business winning that race. Nope. Eight political fans looked like he should have won by two lengths. <laughs> and here comes powerful favorite running him down. It's very simple to me. I just can't build it and see it any other way. If they all run the race, it should be nine four six. Yeah, I uh, I'm, I'm going nine on top, but I'm gonna switch them around. Okay. Because uh, a political Pence, he's just solid. He just <laughs> yeah. gets out there and runs his race. And uh, I think Ali Babe Foose, you're getting juicy price there at six to one. Uh, you know, Burger put Red Hot Cartel at five to one. Yeah. But I'm right there with you. I like powerful favorite on top, and yeah, I could I could have either the six or the four uh, behind in second. So I'll go with nine four six. Nine six four. Give me a long shot. Give me a long shot for for maybe for crazy well, exotics. Well, the same one I gave out last time. The ten just curling. I told people to keep an, <laughs> an eye on this claim from Carlos Gonzalez. He almost got up and beat Teller. He's famous. Uh, he was at nine to one. He, I, he's twenty to one, and he draws outside his main rival here. So look for him to be finishing. I'll give you Dexter the three ten to one. With Vincenzo aboard? Yes, yes. I can see him getting out there with the yes. uh, Red Hot Cartel. You know, it can't be always re relied on for a, a fast break, and maybe Al Babe Foose doesn't fire again. He can yeah. be right out there. <laughs> but if Powerful Flavor breaks, he wins. I agree. All right, guys, that's the show. We got a lot to lot to do. We got to run and, and, and get ready for Saturday's races. So we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye, everybody.